0: My wife and I have retreated to a small cabin in the solitude of these mountains. I believe I have made a significant find in the Kandarian runes, a volume of ancient Sumerian burial practices and funerary incantations. It is entitled Nachuran
1: de Manto, roughly translated... Book of the Dead. The book is bound in human flesh and inked in human blood. It deals with demons, demon resurrection, and those forces which roam the forest and dark powers of man's domain. It is through recitation of these passages that the demons are given license to possess the living.
0: It's Franchiseography, the podcast that digs deep into the entire filmographies of Hollywood's biggest film franchises. I'm Scott Carelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. Today, we are wrapping up our recent run of bonus features with a return to the world of deadites and necronomicons. That's right, folks. We're talking cheese graters, mommy issues, and families who stick together, literally. It's 2023's Evil Dead Rise. Well, um. Well. Who boy,
1: Uh, (laughs) yes, (laughs) yeah. I yeah. You know, I guess start starting off big with the headline. I think Evil Dead Rise for me cements Evil Dead as the all time horror modern horror franchise. Yeah, Mm -hmm. top top to bottom, not a single miss. You could argue.
0: Yes. Yeah. This is um. Uh, I I I'm blown away by how um fucking flawless this movie is. Um, uh, yeah, it's crazy, and I I mean I think I think it's I think it's a thing where um there are certain people who don't like laughing in horror movies, and if they laugh in a horror movie they're, they're like, oh well, that means it's bad. I was reading reviews, like one star reviews of this movie, and they were like. Yeah, uh, people were laughing at uh, the, the the scary, quote-unquote scary moments that uh, the producers thought were so scary. And people were laughing in my theater. That's how bad this movie is. And I was like, you don't know how to watch this movie, do you? Um, so there are a certain type of person who is going to hate this movie and any movie like this, no matter what. But if yeah. if, if you're like in the bag for Evil Dead, if you know what this franchise is supposed to be... I don't know that there's, like, a more perfect Evil Dead movie than this one. Um, truly. Like, it's so balanced, you know?
1: Yeah. I, it reminds me a lot of, you know, last year we had Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. The first, uh, new, the, among a lot of other stuff, the first new Sam Raimi movie in, like, almost 10 years. Right. And I remember a lot of people, I don't know if it was generational, but I remember, like, my nephews, for example, both thought Multiverse was, like, really whack. And like, they're like, it was so weird and cheesy and dumb. And it was like, oh, yeah, like they haven't been weaned or trained in like the Raimi kind of camp in any way. Right. So a lot of the stuff that I was like, oh, this is so cool is like, this is, this is like Huey Lewis in the news. Like, what is this? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And this movie, Evil Dead Rise, uh, is a return to, um, but in a very, in a distilled way, it's 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 not Drag me to hell, no. but it has a bit a bit more of that Raimi arch humor, unafraid to be quote cor- corny and a movie.
0: It's 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 balanced in a way that none of the Raimi movies are right, like. Because uh, all the comedy in Evil Dead is is an accident. And everyone will say it's an accident. Like, everyone who made that movie is like, oh, maybe we should lean more into the comedy, right? So then Evil Dead mm. 2 is leaning more into the camp. That was successful. And so then Army of Darkness is all camp, right? And mm. then they overcorrect with Eddie Alvarez. A, a, you know, a movie that we both fucking love. But that movie yeah, is... Yeah. You can't really rewatch that movie. Like it's not a fun watch. That movie, as good as it is, it's unless it's not, you're me.
1: Uh, well, you think it's a fun watch? Yeah. Remember in our episode, it, it, it's a comfort movie for me. Oh, I, yeah. I, I I just love. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it because, like, you know, you keep saying perfect, uh, flawless, yeah, distilled, balanced, and I think those are all perfect words because when I was watching it and now reflecting on it it is kind of like smooth and without flaw. And it is kind of like they got, they nailed the formula, right? Which is good because apparently they're going to be shipping these things out every couple years. Right. And this almost kind of feels like the Iron Man of evil dead movies where it's like the new template. Yeah. And when I think about my favorite evil dead movies, like my two favorites are probably evil dead two and the remake. Uh-huh. Like it's like not a, it, it's like, I don't know if I love this one as much as those two, but it's like looking at it, it's like, yeah, like this is this is some damn fine evil dead. This has everything. It's yeah. it's it's like the velociraptor, I guess, of evil dead movies, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, I think the thing that I love about it is that it is equal parts horror, equal parts comedy, and equal parts like thematic relevance, which is something mm-hmm. that the original three movies do not have at all. Like there is no thematic relevance to the Sam Raimi trilogy of evil dead movies. Fetty is all horror and all thematic relevance and little to no comedy. Like there's a little bit of like Diablo Cody, like dialogue mixed in there. Um, and then there's stuff where you're like laughing at like
1: how insane how the fucking yeah. horror is,
0: you know? Uh yeah, but yeah. but
1: there's never like Mia doesn't have well she kinda does, but even her Ash moment is played very straight. Yeah. And doesn't have you know, he doesn't he chooses not to go for like the Raimi Flair, which right. this movie unabashedly does to so, right. like really you know thunderous effect right
0: yeah the the Fetty Alvarez movie is really earnest and and i and i and i do not count that as a fault in the movie at all um i love that movie exactly the way that it is but uh it's th- this movie though i i feel like i don't know it's just sort of like like a platonic ideal evil dead movie you know yeah. what i mean yeah, yeah
1: but I, I get what you mean though, because you know like that the 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 fide one is like it's nasty, it's like grunge, yeah it's it hurts yeah like and I mean like this is metal as fuck, like this is you know crazy evil dead, yeah, but like yeah, there's just like uh the director really. So uh, but on, on speaking of the director Scott you you mentioned this off mic that you uh you were part of a Q&A you saw this with a Q&A afterwards Yeah I saw this with
0: a Q&A afterwards um it was it was a and a with uh Lily Sullivan and Alyssa Sutherland um mm-hmm. not or two leads Yeah not Lee Cronin he wasn't there um I think he was uh doing press for the movie like elsewhere um
1: So it was like after the credits like, Yeah yeah I, it was like, after them. the credits
0: um yeah, so so I guess let's let's uh, get into this sort of um, well, yeah.
1: uh, real quick. I, yeah. I, I I didn't I almost shared this with you off mic, but then I was like oh, I'll save it for the episode. So it's kind of funny. It's almost like we have the two heart shaped lockets or something. Because when I saw this movie, I was greeted with a live like intro with uh, director Lee Cronin and our two leads Lily Sullivan and Alyssa Sutherland. Oh, okay, nice. So it's like, oh, I got them before the movie, and you got them after the movie. That's really funny. Um, Where'd you go see this? I saw this at uh, the good old uh, AMC Burbank. Okay, yeah, that's where I saw
0: it both times as well. Um, Nice. Yeah, because I saw it a week ago with that Q&A. Um, And then I saw it uh, last night again in like Dolby Atmos, which fucking ruled by the way. Yes. Um, (laughs) Excellent.
1: Dolby Atmos. (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit. In this movie is
0: excellent. The the earthquake like cracking and you can like feel it in your seat. Um, Mm -hmm. It was it was nuts. Um, So so this movie uh, written and directed written and directed by Lee Cronin, Um, Lee Cronin, uh, the director of this movie. He's an Irishman. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, he made a little movie called The Hole in the Ground, um, which I, I watched. He also did a short film called Ghost Train, which I watched, um, oh. which, which there's a, there's a little, um, uh, Easter egg to, uh, Ghost Train in this where, uh, the, mm-hmm. the last shot of the family is like a little, little photo, a on-ride photo, and they're on oh. the Ghost Train from his short film. Um. Nice. Which is really funny. Um. But yeah he is uh hole in the ground is um another movie that is sort of dealing with motherhood uh he seems to be one of those guys. There's a lot of like guys right now working um uh, that are uh, sort of like thirty years behind James Cameron, who was like obsessed with motherhood. Um, and mm-hmm. And made a lot of his movies about motherhood because he was just like fascinated by it um and now there's like a lot of horror guys that are doing things that are them sort of like dealing with like their relationship with their mom and like what their mom and like they see their their mom as like this hero figure you know in their life um and I think Lee Cronin is one of those people um The hole in the ground is a is a movie about a sinkhole in Ireland. um this kid finds it and goes in it, and when he comes out. Um, and and goes back to his mom at home. His mom is, like, a single mom at this point. Um, He comes back different, and no one else recognizes it, but his mom recognizes it, and she's trying to, like, figure out what happened and convince people that he's different and that, you know, whatever. And then meanwhile, there's, like, this other woman in town who killed her son um, and is now out of prison because she's, like lost her mind. She's, like, senile or whatever. And so they're like, okay, let's just release her. She's probably going to die soon. That kind of thing. And she meets her and talks to her and she's like, yeah, my son went into a hole, came out different. I knew he was wrong and I had to kill him. Um, and everyone thought she was just crazy. And now she's realizing. And so it was like a... It's like an examination of, like, there's a version of you that only your mother knows and and is going to know that you're different. You know? Um, and it, so it's like this supernatural power that mothers have is sort of like what the movie is kind of exploring. It's fine. It's not like a great movie, but it's like, you know, it's interesting. Um, and the visuals are good. Like you could tell he was a good director, but it wasn't like a movie I watched where I was like, Oh man, I can't wait to see what this guy's evil dead movie looks like. Um, but then you get this movie and it's once again about mothers. Um, and it's about you specifically, finding out that you're going to be a mother or, or there's the possibility that you're going to be a mother. Obviously there's always the other choice, but um, her feeling at the beginning of the movie, like, I don't know if I have what it takes to do what my sister does. And then this movie just being like, no, 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 you do like you, you could do this, you know, like, that's what, that's what the arc of this movie is. And it reminded me a lot of like the drug arc from the Fetty Alvarez movie. Um, the overcoming right. addiction and all of that. Like, I love that they're using evil dead now, um, post army of darkness to tell story like thematically relevant stories, um, with the same, like dead, Eye cachet and everything.
1: Yeah. There was this story that, you know, hit the, all the different trades, like, you know, movie news websites or whatever that, uh, Sam Raimi is like crafting a, a series Bible for future filmmakers uh to you know make new evil dead movies uh because this movie i think introduces the concept that there are three different distinct volumes of the necronomicon mm-hmm. and you know there was a bruce campbell quote that said that going forward the books are kind of going to be the things making it an evil dead movie as opposed to like an ash or a mia or even a a, a beth right well
0: cuz this this does do um, this does do something very specific to the Evil Dead uh, series, which is that it, it canonizes everything within the same universe um, by firmly stating there are three books of the dead, and we've seen all three. So we've seen the one that Ash found, we've seen the one that Mia found, and now we have this one, um, which I okay, think is really, really cool. And you see the three Necronomicons in Army of Darkness they're on the oh hell yeah that's true yeah so it's like it's really fucking cool like they tied it all together i love that
1: yeah i i I didn't rewatch any of them so i couldn't in my mind i i had thought that for the fidei alvarez one they just recreated the necronomicon Mm -hmm. and made it look exactly like the first one Mm. um but that's even better if they're if they're able to connect all three then hell yeah yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I, what what I imagine, I, I I feel like there are two continuities in the Evil Dead franchise. I think there's, I think the Evil, I think Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness and Ash versus Evil Dead. That's one continuity. And then I think hmm. the other continuity is the Evil Dead, the very first one. And then Fede Alvarez is Evil Dead and now this. And I think those are the okay. two in my mind, those are the two canons i think um, right
1: because you do you get that remake of of events in the first one in Evil Dead too
0: right, right, and his car gets sucked up into the portal and goes back to, and right. he brings it back with him back in time, and yet it's like a broken down like busted ass car in Fetty Alvarez's Evil Dead, which suggests yeah, yeah, to yeah. me that the end of 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 the evil dead, one way of interpreting that is that. Ash just dies at the end, right? Like he gets, he gets killed at the end of that movie. Um, and so his car is just like sitting there rotting. And then later we find, you know, a new
1: Necronomicon when, when Mia
0: comes. Um, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, was that, was that the classic that, um, that uh, Beth and Cassie got into that? They finally escaped in? they were inside of like an old car and we never got, like, a wide shot of, like, the car, but it looked like an old kind of station wagon-y car. And I was like, oh, I wonder if they're in the Classic right now.
0: No, they were in, like, the, the like, sort of 90s station wagon that they they went and got pizza in.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I think it's just their car, yes, yes, their yes. family car. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is the first one without the Classic.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but there I is think... a Bruce Campbell cameo. Yeah, yeah, it does have a Bruce Campbell cameo, and it's great. Um, I, 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 part of me, so, so the, the cameo comes in the form of like when the, when the DJ brother is like listening to the, the vinyl records, there's like a, Mm -hmm. a priest that's like, you know, "Uh, I have the Necronomicon, I want to read the passages. And there's like another priest that he's talking to that just shouts, it's called the book of the dead for a reason, destroy it. Um yeah. and that's Bruce Campbell. And that's I, Campbell. I kinda just hope because Lee Cronin has said like he has two he has two main ideas for a sequel to this movie. One is following the following Beth and seeing what happens afterward. Um and maybe like post whatever happened goes down at that cabin. Um but the other one is to go back to nineteen twenty three and tell the story of that priest. Um, with the Necronomicon. Ooh. And I would I would fucking love if low key that literally is Ash. Like somehow.
1: He yeah. Found himself back in the 20s. You know. Hell yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> a, a like Lovecraftian like cyber like the like turn of the century style steampunk Evil Dead. Yeah. That's very much.
0: I think that's the only thing. Like, if if I have something to put on my wish list for these future Evil Dead movies, um, is I want to bring back the cosmic horror that is so present in Evil Dead Two that we Mm -hmm. never get in any other iteration of the franchise.
1: Yeah, like where you forget that Evil Dead is is very much in the canon of Lovecraft, like the Necronomicon, and you know that, like like you said, the cosmic horror. That's kind of what they were going for in like the earliest concept arty stages of evil dead, but it has gotten lost in the, the boomstick of it all and the chainsaw of it all.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I would love a, a sequel to evil dead. That is just like leans hard into that stuff. Um, and less mean, so like the dead eye iconography,
1: like the character that I, I don't know if it has a name yet, but what I'm calling the King dead eye or the dead eyed king like a rat king you know we like a a, oh, a, a oh. nessar ratsk <laughs> they like, that, oh, that man, is they... straight out of that is straight out of like the thing that is very lovecraftian
0: yeah it very much is um it's the only bit of like cosmic horror in this um i uh they called that something and now i forget what they referred to it in the in the interviews they like talked about it damn um but uh so so some things to note about this about this movie um it was shot in chronological order. Uh wow. yeah the 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 cabin stuff notwithstanding though I I I actually do think all of the cabin stuff was shot last. Um so in a way it was chronological order. Um they shot it in New Zealand uh in a building that uh literally was uh, torn down after this shoot. Um, wow, yeah, uh, and yeah, the mostly in chronological order. They had to break for six weeks due to a COVID breakout. Um, nine days from the completion of filming, and um, that creature uh, was designed by a company in Australia. Um, And they were meant to come and teach everybody how to use it. But because of the COVID scare, they weren't allowed to come into the country because New Zealand very strict about COVID policies. Um, Mm. And so they shipped it without being able to tell anybody how to use it. Um, And so uh, they talked about how like much of a struggle that was in terms of like trying to figure out how that was. And it was also they were like, yeah, we were down for six weeks knowing that we were only coming back for nine days, um,
1: which they were like, ah, it was the worst. <laughs> yeah, no, it it. I got the vibe from both actors in my thing, and I imagine in the interview, like the marathon that making this was, and mm-hmm. uh, I think it was the actor that played Beth was like, you know, we we had like we went through filming this was was a traumatic experience, and now it's your turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that seems to be weirdly one of the unifying factors of every Evil Dead movie is it is this crucible for the teams that make them yeah and i think that has a lot to do with why it's it is such a beloved franchise yeah yeah i think so too um it's
0: uh yeah so so yeah so the so you know the movie was originally made for um hbo max uh, apparently lee cronin um you know when the movie was when he was in negotiations with like Ghost House Pictures and and all of that um, and Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell about the movie when it was in development, the idea was always that it was going to be a theatrical release. Uh, but then they made the deal with HBO Max and they're like, well, it's going to it's going to be a streaming movie. But like Lee Cronin told them on the first day of filming, he was like, look, supposedly this is an HBO Max movie. I'm not going to treat it as an HBO Max movie. We're going to make the best damn Evil Dead movie we could possibly make because I have faith something will happen to make that not be a thing. Uh, And this will be released in theaters. And he was right. And they were like talking about they were like, I don't know how he knew that, but he had faith and told us all that on the first day of shooting that this was not going to be an HBO Max movie. And he was right.
1: I have a feeling that a bunch of really expensive Warner's, Warner Brothers movies are going to underperform at the box office in a row <laughs> because everyone could just watch them at home and yeah. they're going to be like, oh, actually, fuck this. and then Yeah. Well, and the thing is, like, this the budget for this movie was $14 million,
0: which, I'm sorry, like, you release any horror movie in theaters, you're going to at least get that back, like, minimum, right?
1: Um, the Pope's Exorcist is already made that back
0: yeah yeah absolutely uh so yeah it would be a stupid idea to make a direct-to-streaming
1: horror movie um that doesn't make any sense and you know time of recording we're we're recording this opening weekend but the open you know what i've was i was reading sunday morning is this is already even in the when the huge colossal juggernaut that is super mario brothers this movie really held its own this weekend
0: yeah it um I think it's it's uh right now it's tracking to open out like at like 2 like thir- is it 30? 30 million? 30 million opening? Something like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: 2530.
0: Yeah. Um which is good and uh I mean yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. made their budget back uh you know in a weekend. Um in a couple of days, really. In
1: in the decade since Evil Dead the last one, it's like caught this very handy wave where horror is very healthy and very reliable at the box office. If there's like a hook that audiences can get behind. And I think even if you weren't a horror nerd, this movie did a good job of being like evil, weird mom terrorizing her kids. Yeah.
0: That's something too, that I want to, I want to bring up because that was the thing. So like, you know, I went and saw this, uh, thinking like oh man like yeah, how brutal is this going to be because like after you know the Fede Alvarez movie like I was a little like ugh, oh boy because mm. um, that one is just so
1: unrelentingly brutal
0: I was a little and the, yeah
1: and the buzz as well coming out of South by Southwest for this movie I remember was like you guys aren't ready yeah there's there's a cheese grater scene. There is a scene where a, a girl has a braid. And, you know, my my mind is like, oh, this one's gonna fuck me up. Good. Yeah.
0: Um, and and it's pretty like I, I don't want to say it's tame. It's not tame, but like every time you think it's gonna go really hard, it ends up not being as bad as you think it's gonna be.
1: Um Thank you. Uh, yeah, that feel I'm glad you said that. Cause I felt a little like, oh, is this me being too learn and being too online or already kind of seeing the trailers because like you know the cheese grater was an emoji right like they were really like hey banking on it. so when she grabs when bridget i think grabs the cheese grater i was like oh and then again not to sound it's it's brutal to have like to see a, a cheese grater scrape against a bear calf right but then i was like oh that was that was it i mean she just got a she got like
0: a scrapey boo-boo like it wasn't I a mean, I mean, little scrape. Yeah. Like it wasn't, it wasn't that bad, but it made, it literally made Bethany when we were watching it, she literally
1: screamed, oh my God, no. Like out loud. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, she, that's, that's great. I yeah. think she's, cause you know, that's, I think that's more of like the general reaction for people, you know? Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, I forget where I was going with that but um oh oh i remember but the the thing that is actually truly brutal about this movie is that mm. this movie stars 5 children and only one of them gets out alive yeah, for that's, sure. That's fucking crazy. When when she when she rips the arms off of that little boy and like I I assume what I assume happened because it happens off camera. It's a fucking great sequence. I love that sequence through the peephole. So good. But mm. um, that kid runs off and then he is he is thrown against a wall with no arms and so dead. And so I mm. assume that that boy. Like she did, like one of the one, like a move where she like grabbed both of his arms and then kicked his chest. You know, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I was picturing happening. Off, but like he was like a little boy. He was like Mm -hmm. he was like nine years old and just got his fucking shit rocked. And I was like, wow. Like I was very impressed by how much this movie did not pull punches with its with its young cast. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh,
1: like the the hook of the movie is it, it, it for the first time it isn't happening to a bunch of dumb twenty somethings yeah. in a cabin. It's a nuclear family, right, with three kids, right, one very young kid, and so the stakes are very high. Much like the remake, because it's like, oh, everyone knows each other in this group, so every death is going to have huge emotional ramifications for this cast. But like when Cassie impales her sister with Stefina or what was her name? Stefina. Stefina, <laughs> which I guarantee is going to be a weapon in one no. of those games. No, no, Stephanie. It's it Stephanie. Stephanie. Staph- yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, Stephanie is going to be an unlockable item in the Evil Dead game. Yeah, for sure. Mark my words. A hundred percent. But like, that's huge. Like, you know, you watch that's horrific of like you watching a little girl having to murder her sister. And it's such a line in the sand moment of like, oh, I don't know why I expected the kids to be okay, but like, of course they're not. Yeah, like, they're it. They're the cast.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, man, uh, that was probably the craziest thing. I think that I think um, uh, the the boy Danny, I think he
1: mm-hmm. he made it out pretty okay. Um, I thought the same, I thought the exact same thing when, when he, so, you know, he gets his shit rocked yeah, and then he, he stumbles out, you know, bleeding and then he sees Cassie and he's like, sorry, Cassie. And then he slips away yeah, just as peaceful as you like. Right. And I thought, I think that might be like the most peaceful an <laughs> evil <unequal, laughs> dead death has ever been.
0: Yeah. And he comes back as a dead eye, but like only for like a second in the hallway and then, and then he's absorbed into the, into the you know, the multi queen or whatever. Yeah. Creature. Um, God, I I wish I could remember what they called it. Um, I,
1: yeah, I like the kid. I think kind of the same school of uh, the, the David Gordon green Halloween movie Mm -hmm. of casting unique looking kids that don't look like just like, like kid models,
0: you know? Yeah, for sure. They did all, I will say this, Everyone in this movie felt very British and New Zealandish <laughs> and Irish. Like I, I don't I didn't believe a single I, person in this was American, <laughs> even for a second.
1: That's true. <laughs> very yeah, that's that's great. It's kind of like yeah, the the the, the things people were saying, like with like Bella Ramsey looks like someone who like saw the black plague happening. Like... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, uh like the DJ Brother, I was just like that's a British haircut. That is not that. That mm. is one hundred. That is a British youth haircut. That is not an American haircut. Yeah, uh, Alyssa Sutherland also like once you kind of it's like a weird brain thing unlocks where once you learn she's Australian, it's like you are Australian. Yeah, God, she? she's fucking tall as hell. She's very tall. Yeah.
0: I like she like came like walking up
1: to the to the you know to the her chair for the Q and A, and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, she seems tall in the movie, but then you see her, like, you know, in comparison with with other people. And you're like, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I read somewhere that she, a big inspiration for her eye performance was Jim Carrey in The Mask. Oh, that's interesting. Um, and that, that's I see really it. Interesting. Her uh, audition
0: scene was the bathtub scene where she just had to oh, go nice. full fucking Deadite. Um yeah. And she was like, yeah, no, I just went for it and uh and apparently, like you know when they first got to New Zealand, they had to quarantine for like a few weeks, and mm-hmm. uh she's like, yeah, like we all spent time alone in our hotel rooms uh for like weeks, and she's like, all I did was watch like pop- pop lock dance dances and like learn how to like move by body in weird ways um and use my my like abnormally long limbs to the to my advantage um and everything and so yeah she just fucking went all in she was like if if you could see the fucking insanity that i was doing alone in my hotel room for those like two or three weeks um yeah yeah i don't know that they would have let me on set it's like what she was
1: saying (laughs) (laughs) no and like and there's a reason we both remember her as being like this tall because you know the, the movie uses her size and like her limbs i remember when she's like just crawling out of like the bathtub or like yeah. retching around the apartment, but yeah, to me the highlight of the movie are the two powerhouse performances of uh, Beth and Ellie, the sisters. Yeah, like, for sure, because they the movie hooks them both up with. She gets like really great Eye moments, and Beth gets like really great like final evil dead like final ash final girl moments yeah there is this this movie has such a deep understanding of what
0: an evil dead movie is and and you know and i think the difference is that like you know for Fe- for Fede alvarez his his pitch literally was like i want to make the movie that i remembered watching when i was 12 and he didn't rewatch yeah. evil dead he like he didn't rewatch <sighs> any of the movies because he just wanted to like make the movie that was in his head that like yeah, like remembered. no
1: camp no winking right just right. played it do play it straight totally
0: um whereas this feels like no i want to make a love letter to like eve the whole all
1: evil it. dead you know yeah the, the the moment i knew they weren't effing around was when they did the eye gag yeah the eyeball flying into the guy's mouth yeah i was like and you have okay, people cool. you okay. have
0: her saying i'm gonna swallow your soul um dead by dawn yeah dead by dawn everyone shouting dead by dawn which was so fucking creepy and amazing oh my god there's so many moments in this movie where you're just overwhelmed Mm -hmm. in like the best way like that that's some of my favorite like horror moments are like when you just feel overwhelmed by the by the scope of what you're facing yeah. yeah. For
1: me, the overwhelmed came again seeing this in Dolby was when Danny had the record playing on his speakers. Yeah. And you were just getting the demonic voices and the recording and the backwards recording and the music and it was just like yeah, like building and building and building. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, I I love uh, I love uh, you titty sucking parasites um yeah yeah <laughs> it's like shit like that that is so evil dead like that feels oh god like i i love when dead make it personal um mm-hmm. that's like my favorite thing i i almost feel like there was more i wish there was more of that in the fetty alvarez version because i think that that was like the perfect opportunity to do lots of that but i think that right, yeah. i think the problem is that like
1: you really only care about like two of those characters and any like deep meaningful way, you know? Right. It goes like the pyramid is like you care about the siblings, then you care about the friends. Right.
0: And and even with the friends, you care about uh the girlfriend. That is just like minding her own fucking business right. way more than you care about like the other two, like the mean girl and the fucking asshole who like won't stop reading
1: from the fucking book with barbed wire
0: wrapped around it.
1: I think I think you are rooting for Lou Taylor Pucci by the end of that movie. Yeah. Because just because he has survived so much. I guess that's and true. He
0: does, he does like earn your respect by the end of you're it. Like,
1: fuck, he, he's still, he's still in it. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. But yeah, like, like, I loved, I loved when you hear, when you heard the mom singing to Cassie from the other room. Yeah. Like drawing her out. Like that was really, that goes back to the the creepiness. Yeah. Like Linda, like doing her, her ballet dance in right. the moonlight.
0: Well, and I, and I just love the, like, extreme proper posture, uh, like, cross-legged facing the opposite direction. That is such an Evil Dead thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. for sure. There's a lot more, like, Evil Dead iconography in this one. Like, in, in, in Fetty Alvarez's, and I hate that I keep comparing the two, but I just think it's interesting. Like, in Fetty Alvarez's, it's like, you have the cabin. Right. That's obviously iconic. And then there's like mm. no iconography whatsoever. Well, until like uh, Jane Levy's like in the in the basement thing in the cellar. Right. Stinking right. her poking her head through the door and then nothing again until she sticks her stump in yeah. the in the chainsaw. Um, we have the
1: tapes. And I think they, that's like the original voices. Right. From like the from the old movie that like in the in voice. Fe- Fe- like, the oh, Fe- found, found it. it. I'm from he? the thing. Yeah. I didn't think there were tapes. I thought he was translating them. The book because they're because they play them in the or is that just over the credits? I think that's just over the credits.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think there were tapes because I think he is literally like translating it out loud. Like right, 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 yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. It's but this one has like so many sort of like little iconic evil dead things. Um, sure.
1: Yeah, man doesn't doesn't have a portal. You know. I think my favorite thing that was, I think like it, it, what like you said, it felt Evil Dead esque without being like specifically referencing like Super Mario Easter egging Evil Dead. Right, right, right. Was Bridget when she was shrouded in the blanket and was like floating at Danny like a ghost. Yeah, that was really cool. I was yeah. like, oh, there's something quintessentially Evil Dead about this because it's literally a kid in a sheet pretending to be a ghost.
0: Yeah, but.
1: It's so jarring and creepy. Also, three different color vomits. Yeah, you get
0: the white vomit, Vile. you get the black vomit, and you get the red blood vomit. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Which I'm like, that's that's Evil Dead as hell. Um, <laughs> the uh, using the elevator to kind of homage the vines. In and... but in
0: like a a much I I was very happy with that sequence because I was like, oh, this doesn't feel. This feels like they finally talk Tappert out of like, no, 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 we're
1: not doing it again. We're done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's like acknowledging it, like like a lot of this movie is, almost all of it, but like in a way that feels, again, kind of like distilled, perfected, got the weird creepiness out of it. Yeah. It's like refined Evil Dead formula.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, it, yeah it, it, it maintains the sort of like, it brings back the playfulness of mm-hmm. of the Evil Dead franchise, um, in a way that I I
1: think I'm just like really really impressed with, like yeah, I mean when she like kicks when she kicks Ellie's head in the thing, yeah, like she calls her like a fucking groupie like one last time, yeah
0: yeah, um uh uh, so um, Alyssa Sutherland uh she mentioned that um, the she was like I don't want to bum everybody out but. <laughs> the way that i was playing the moment where i i tell her um where where i'm just like ahead on the thing mm-hmm. and i say like you know please help me um she was like i was playing that as ellie was back for a second oh yeah 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 and and she and she was like and like and she didn't tell that she had not to- ever told that to uh, lily sullivan and so lily sullivan in this Q and A was hearing this for the first
1: time and she was like no <laughs> like she was nah. she was so upset <laughs> yeah 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 like yeah the the it, it's palpable that this was like something they both committed to yeah and like it, it's like they're, they're two heroic performances again Yeah, just like the physicality of both yeah uh how yeah, I think by the end when Beth is just like you know drenched in blood and, and like you know crazy eye look in her eyes and just yeah. I think yeah she she earns her that place with the you know the other two evil dead protagonists. Yeah, yeah, saying come uh, get some. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Um,
0: yeah, no, I I also just love how cleanly everything is set up. Like every mm-hmm. everything is like set up and pay off in like a really nice way. Like the scissors under the couch. Where she's just mm-hmm. like, you know, you better not have my scissors, and she hides them by like throwing, like tossing them under the couch, and then that comes back later, and right, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 um, you know, everything with like the the truck in the garage with the with the uh, with like you know the wood chipper and the um, the chainsaw, like you have the guy upstairs and the shotgun. The guy upstairs is like saying like, mm-hmm. like you know, we can get into that thing if we can get to your tools, and he was like, my tools are in the garage. We can't get to the garage. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I just, I love even, how even her, set up. even
1: her being a a guitar tech,
0: yes, yes, by like doing the
1: power thing to to mm-hmm. hear the final vinyl. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's 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 like just enough because like I think one thing that is kind of keeping it from being like I think like oh fuck yeah is I I, I think back to the first time I watched the remake with Mia. And was like, fuck, I feel like I've been on a marathon with this girl. Yeah. With every everyone. And yeah. I think this movie is so sleek that when we get to the end and it's Beth and Cassie, I'm like, ah, oh, man, I could have, I could have I wish I had seen way more of this relationship. And mm-hmm. you didn't need to. And horror especially is built on like no fat, just the basic information that you need. Mm-hmm. But I was like. Man, I I I don't think I'm there with these characters the way that like I wish that I was. I've
0: heard then. people I it, it it 100% works for me, um but I I have heard people say that this movie has pacing issues. Um in terms of like I think their argument is like you expect an evil dead movie to just never pause once it gets going, and this movie does have multiple moments where it sort of like quiets down for a second before ramping back up um and and the quieting down moments I've heard like kind of take away from the relentless quality. Of that you want from an Evil Dead movie, like the Fede Alvarez movie, which is absolutely fucking nonstop, relentless. Like just a just a nonstop nonstop up ramp, you know? Like it's it's fucking crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah. And yet it feels like I don't know. I remember because like I would not call a ninety six minute movie. I would not call any of those quiet moments pacing issues. It just felt very like not. I guess because, like, I, w- I guess even the same with the the OG movies, like, weird and singular enough to where I felt like, I know these characters are, like, I'm getting the sense of, like, who they are. Yeah. Or, like, what their dynamic is. We get some really cool, like, with the, the first time we meet the family where they're, like, chasing Cassie and the kids are, like, wrestling and, like, they're playing around. But we don't have time after that to, like, we get, like, a little bit of, like, Bridget resenting Danny for reading the fucking book and opening the word killing their mom. Right. But then and that was cool where she was how was she just just dispatched with and that was a surprise for me. Yeah. So yeah, like pacing issues. I don't know. That implies like cuz like I just you know, I saw cocaine bear and that had pacing issues. <laughs> I don't know if this had pacing issues. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean I think it, it the, the idea of this movie having pacing issues I think comes from expectations um mm-hmm. more than it does anything to do with the movie itself, you know? Yeah. Um but I yeah I I I love uh I love the pace of this movie I I I love the ebbs and flows. Whoa,
1: what's up? They are both they are both ninety six minutes. The Fetty Alvarez one is ninety six minutes. Hmm.
0: Wow, I find that hard to believe. Like that movie feels like thirty minutes full. longer than this one.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah. I, I agree because it feels like full, like epic. Yeah, even though it's not like you said, it's relentless. Yeah, but. Yeah, wow, and this movie so does have like sit by the bed moments of like God, God, you're dead as fuck, aren't you? Yeah,
0: yeah, and yeah, and I think it's I think it's that stuff. But I also think this movie is paced a lot like the original Evil Dead, um, mm-hmm. which also has like ebbs and flows and isn't yeah. a, an absolute relentless nightmare. Um, the way it has
1: quiet eerie moments yeah
0: cuz like 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 Fetty alvarez is 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 absolutely relentlessly paced um where it just it just keeps cranking up uh just keeps cranking up and so by the time you get to the the top of the roller coaster and you start coming down that's when like the blood rain is happening and everything right. yeah. and you're just like Aah! like all <laughs> the way to the end you know <laughs> and then the ride's over yeah and then the ride's over um whereas whereas yeah this one this one is a little more like deliberately like you know yeah ebbs and flows like like that original evil dead the the fedi alvarez one is almost um
1: Almost Evil Dead Two esque in its pacing. Um Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. kind of like also like also an unrelenting movie. Right, right, right. Um I I enjoyed Yeah, like the the gore and that the, the Dead stuff was all great. Yeah, all the practical effects, like all the
0: gags and stuff were really good. Um I loved that the cat was okay, uh, presumably. Sure. Although although um uh, Alice, uh, Alyssa Sutherland, uh, mentioned this in the Q and A cause the, 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 the person who was asking the questions, like mentioned the cat and, and how relieved mm-hmm. she was that the cat was okay. She was like, yeah, she was like, I tried to talk, uh, uh, Lee Cronin into letting me like when, when I, when I appear behind Beth, um, while she's listening to the, to the vine, to the record. Um, you know, the camera spinning around to me and I like spit out some cat fur, but he was like, that's too campy. And we're not, we're not, <laughs> we're not in that place. Like that's a little too like evil dead Two army of darkness yeah. joke.
1: It should have been, I think it would have been if it was the cat's head. Sure. But like, that would have been too much. Al- I
0: wouldn't have been able to take Bethany to go see it then. Oh, okay.
1: That's true. That's the deciding factor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, no, but I like that the cat made it out. Like, I like that, that. Yeah. You know, the only thing that she saw in the cat was
1: an escape route. It is somehow still, like you said, like, you know, multiple kids get killed. Yep. It's brutal violence, but it is not as, like, mean and nasty and, like, squeezy as the Fide one. Yeah. It it kind of keeps, it kind of brings back some of that enough of that Looney Tune, like demented, R rated Looney Tune. But like, I mean, like the elevator blood filling with blood is, you know, unabashedly cartoony. When,
0: as soon as it, it starts filling up with blood and then it it, it is filling up to the sign that says that it can only handle 6,000 pounds. As soon as I saw that sign, I started laughing because i knew what was coming <laughs> you know and yeah. it just like it just paid that off perfectly i was like oh my god
1: hell yeah <laughs> yeah no there was a lot of cackling i was i was having cuz moments where i like oh my god i can't believe this is happening or this yeah. is so fucking crazy yeah um i really it's...
0: liked uh you know i wouldn't call the that particular shining homage subtle but i i i like that the whole movie is subtly a a, a shining uh a shining uh Sure. Yeah, because I mean, like that
1: the you have father like, rage.
0: Right. You have like uh you have like a, a parental figure who's like going after their kid and like, you know, another family member. Um, they're trapped uh because mm-hmm. they can't they can't leave. You know, it's a blizzard in the shining and here, you know, it's it's the earthquake. Um and uh the fact that like uh, you know, you have like I don't know. You're you're in this old building that like it is not a hotel,
1: but like you can tell it
0: probably used to be one. You know, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's it's you know you're watching a family break apart. Right, right. Yeah. Um, someone rallying a, a maternal figure surviving to protect a kid. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of like really interesting uh, uh shining homages in this mm-hmm. um, that I really appreciated. But uh, man, <laughs> uh, it's
1: uh God, I love this. <laughs> and I think Beth as a protagonist really fits nicely with like the legacy of fuck ups mm-hmm. of like Ash and Mia both being these sort of implacable like, you know, both kind of rogue fuck up kind of chaos, chaos people, but kind of hard to define. They don't fit neatly into like other film stock, horror film stocks. Yeah. Know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And- I um I also really love uh Yeah, like I yeah, I like her whole I like her whole vibe. I love the, the the sort of like opening scene with her, like her introduction. Um I do think it's interesting. I want to know where she was. <laughs> yeah, because she says that she took an Uber straight from LAX. So, like, where was she? Because you get the you get the book, the book ends with like the cabin um, and then it says one day earlier and she's in the bathroom taking the pregnancy test. At the at the show. And so, like, yeah. I was a little confused about the timing of, of that, like, where where was she? How fast did she get a flight, yeah. book a flight and come back to L.A.?
1: Maybe she was in San Francisco or something.
0: Oh, uh, maybe she was. That's that's a good that's good. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then the, the opening cabin thing I loved, I love the, I love oh, the title drop was insane. The title drop. It's, it's like, I, I, is that the best title drop since guardians of the galaxy? Like the first one? I think so. It might be like, that was a good fucking title drop. Um, but, uh, it got, it got a full like rapturous applause. Um, when I saw it.
1: Yeah. Ours too. I I forgot to mention that we also were one of those movies that were picked to do a uh, uh, a poll where they handed you a little card to like give you test scores. Oh, and I was like, I feel like these results are going to be a little slanted. Oh yeah. You you literally had like the director and the two leads being like, "You guys ready to see fucking movie?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> all right, blah blah, blah. Like, all right, don't forget to <laughs> mark your cue cards." Oh and, wow. I was like, these are gonna be these are gonna be some good grades
0: yeah that's awesome
1: um
0: yeah it, i love that title drop but yeah that opening sequence i love the uh the we it's exactly what we were talking about we're like i want to see what sam raimi would do with a drone and then they do the fucking
1: drone like that's a great joke yeah. oh my god that's so good <laughs> um another example of like maybe i'm just too i don't know but like I kind of, I almost wanted like the idea of the scalping scene is so gnarly, Mm -hmm. but it was like, again, I almost think like I was just ruined by having just seen that in the trailer. And it is essentially what's in the trailer Mm. is, you know, a noise, you know, a a gut, gut, you know, a a really squeam inducing noise. Yeah. And then the aftermath. Yeah. I guess because like, you know, it's an Evil Dead movie and you really, and the director himself was like, this one's going to fuck you guys up. Just you wait, and so when that didn't happen, I couldn't help it. Be it's kind of like, I don't know, maybe it's kind of like when you go to a thrill ride, and you're like, okay, that wasn't that wasn't yeah. so bad. Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I really like the design of the cabin. Uh, yeah, I you know it's like this big triangle. I'm wondering there there's a lit there's so, there's quite a bit of like triangle iconography in this movie, which I feel yeah. like is. Establishing some sort of visual motif that will probably continue to go on, you know, establishing the sort of three Necronomicons. Yeah. Three books. Because uh, um, you have the you have the triangle cabin when the when the um, elevator crashes and the blood pours out the doors shape a triangle um, like mm-hmm. the crash doors. Uh yeah, there's like there's a few and there there's like a few triangles throughout it, which I thought was interesting. I feel like there was a triangle in the book too. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, good shit. What would you the, think? Re- what do you think of the the teeth or whatever? Like the like that in, was the great blood sacrifice to open. It was it was
1: it was it was a great way of like feeling Necronomicon-y but like distinctly. You know. Okay. Well, the other one didn't have teeth. That's, That's true. Yeah, had <laughs> an eyeball. <laughs> had an eyeball. Yeah. Uh, wait, is that the, okay, is that, isn't the, is it the Hocus Pocus book has an eyeball, but does the Necronomicon, the Necronomicon has a face, right? It's like a mouth. Um, I think it has, it just has a, it has an
0: eyeball. Hold on, Necro. I, I, like, I don't in, think, I don't think it like, oh, you're, yeah, it has a face. It doesn't have an eyeball.
1: I think you're thinking of the Hocus Pocus
0: book. I think you might be right.
1: Yeah, it just has a
0: face. You're right.
1: Um, it does like. You know what I'm thinking of? the weird smelly DVD case that they made. Remember that? Yeah. And it was the book?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a face.
1: I wouldn't mind them bringing that back. Yeah. Yeah. I liked, you know, to me, the, 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 the Dead Eye Queen, or whatever you want to call the mass moving thing, um, I liked the idea that each Necronomicon has specific incantations and summons. Mm-hmm. Like, because, like, I've never seen that before. But, oh, it must be from specifically this book. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah, it's interesting because I I, I do like the idea of, like, you know, further, further sort of, like, setting up the three books. And then, like, what happens when those three books come together? Yeah. Like, absolutely. what does that
1: mean? You know? I, I think that could be a fun one for the uh, the 1920s, 30s version. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I've heard him describe that 20s version, which is like a priest versus like hundreds of deadites in like a John. He's like, I want it to be like the John Wick of like Evil Dead movies. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, who do you get to get to play that priest? Like
1: who, who plays think that You got to get the Pope's, the Pope's exorcist himself, Russell Crowe. <laughs>
0: I he sounded like a, he, I think there's a picture of him in the movie. Um, in like oh, okay. a very like I like I when I saw it the second time after hearing about that, I was like, oh, this is like a total like Wonder Woman like setup. Kind oh, cool. Of photo, yeah, you know? for sure.
1: Yeah, you, you look at the picture again, you're like, oh, wait, that's that's like Shea Wiggum. That's
0: right. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Yeah, John Ortiz. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two of the uh, biggest stars in Hollywood. Yeah, um. But yeah, I, I mean, work. I'm, oh man, I'm down if, if, if Lee Cronin is interested in becoming the like David Yates of, or, or like the Chad Stoletsky uh-huh. of evil dead, just like Shepard these it's, or the Justin Lin, you know, cause it seems like he has kind of like created, like you said, the platonic ideal of evil dead.
0: Well, yeah, but also the cool thing about this is that. He could just make movies that follow his Necronomicon, and then you could yeah. you could also have other guys like do the other two. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, because um, like yeah, Absolutely. they want to make one every like two or three years, but that doesn't mean that Lee Cronin needs to direct all of those. You know, like he could he could like pop in and do every other one and do something else in between, um, very easily. Absolutely, especially if there's like a bible being constructed, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, like that would be so fun. We we talked about this on. I don't know. I don't know if this is gonna when you're gonna hear this, but how much fun it is that's, with the X Men movies how they each had a different director. huh. Or it's fun to see a different artist tackle the really broad confines of an Evil Dead movie and see like what they bring to it.
0: Yeah. Who Who is another director that you would like to see
1: take on an Evil Dead movie? Um, my first thought was Karen Kusama.
0: mm would love that. That'd be good because she has
1: she hasn't gone like blood spurting everywhere since Jennifer's body. That's true. Her last couple of movies have been pretty artsy, more sophisticated. Yeah, that's
0: very so it'd be true. cool to just
1: see her go back to that. What about you? Um.
0: I would love to see I I mean you know in terms of like you know something that would never ever happen I I would love to see like a more uh comedy leaning evil dead movie directed by the Daniels
1: Oh that would be great. Yeah, more slap like very slapsticky. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think could be really cool. Uh another person I thought uh Lee Janik, director of the Fear Street movies. Ooh, yeah.
0: Um I would love. Uh, what is what is what was her name? Um, the director of a *Censor* uh, Prano Bailey Bond. Um, no, no, I'm
1: not familiar with that. Yeah, it's
0: a, it's a it's a UK movie called uh, *Censor*. It's on it's on Hulu um, about a uh, like a UK like VHS censor who like mm-hmm. you know finds like a an evil tape and is like. I I need to censor this, but also now I've seen it and like, oh no, shit's unraveling, (laughs) you know, one of those things. Um, And, uh, and yeah, I think they, I think she would be a really cool uh, evil dead, future evil dead director as well.
1: This is the opposite of incubating exciting new talent, which I don't want the series to lose. I think that's really important. Yeah. That being said, Edgar Wright would make an incredible evil dead movie. I mean, look, (laughs) it has to be said. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
1: Um, Nick Frost as that priest? <laughs> oh my god,
0: Jesus Christ!
1: <laughs> Nick Frost just like boxing hundreds of deadites? Oh my god, yeah, that would be that would be incredible.
0: Um, but also, I mean, the, you know, there there is something to be said about uh a uh uh a you know a British set evil dead movie um that bridges the gap between uh, the events of army of darkness and present day right like what happened to right, the, yeah. the necronomicon's
1: like there there's something you could do there i think that could be really mm-hmm. fun and interesting absolutely yeah i mean i think if this movie is even yeah like i i don't even think it needs to do like scream 5 numbers to really unlock whatever achievement level that leads to us getting like a a good a good number of these for the next few years. Yeah. Um. Oh, Andrew C- Siemens is that his name? Uh,
0: Resurrection director.
1: Oh yeah, that would be nuts. Yeah, him doing an Evil Dead would be really crazy. Because, like, listener, if you've seen Resurrection, I don't even think there's like any violence depicted on screen. Just the just the end with Tim Roth. Right. But it is, like, an extremely emotionally toxic movie. Yes. Uh, it's a horror movie more yeah. than, like, a drama. But, like, you know what I mean? I mean, Res- Resurrection's fucked up. I don't know what to say about Resurrection. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we would get, like, definitely, like,
0: that he would be following Fetty Alvarez's mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 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 Necronomicon for sure. <laughs> Rebecca Hall in an Evil Dead movie would be insane. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um. God. And I think that's what I really appreciate about Evil Dead Rise is for all of the like the fan stuff and like the the slapstick and and it still it retains something that I appreciate from the 2013 remake, which is like keeping the focus on these characters and making it a, a showcase for like horror acting, horror performing, and these these two leads like really like knocking it out of the park. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, well, and, and to be perfectly honest, um, Radio Silence doing an Evil Dead movie would be fucking yeah, fucking nuts, I bet. That'd be great. Um, they
1: should switch. They
0: should trade for a movie. Oh, man. Yeah. No, I'd love a Lee Cronin Scream movie. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. God. Horror. <laughs> yeah. What, what a time. I, I mean, seriously, like, I know we're only in April, right? And so there's a lot of movies to go. But, like, right now there are, there are uh, currently eight movies on my top ten um, list because I, I kind of make it as I go, as I see things. For sure. And there's been a lot of stuff that just – like, I'm not even going to bother putting that on my ten, like, you know, solid movie, whatever, like Super Mario, you know. Um, yeah. But right now there are eight movies on that top ten, and four of them are horror movies.
1: Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. That's, That's nuts. a good year. That's nuts. And it's only yeah. April. <laughs> And we were saying that about 2022. Yeah. Uh Skinnamarink. Imagine Skinnamarink versus the Evil Dead. That feels
0: Have you seen Skinnamarink?
1: I uh, I have not seen it, but Okay. am familiar cr- with that the, feels
0: fucking okay. insane to me. The idea... Okay. Like, I I mean, no. Like, in a good way, like, I would be like, no. I would be way into... I would be into seeing what
1: anybody would do with, with an Evil Dead movie, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Um, would, would a Skidamarink Evil Dead just be you can't get out of the cabin? You're just stuck in the cabin forever? Yeah, but also no you wouldn't
0: see anything happening, and, and the tape would just be playing on a loop the whole movie, I think.
1: Okay, yeah. Just, like, for years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um...
1: Like, I fucking hate getting rink This is the worst. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is, I would love, I would love to see Ash Williams in Skinnermarink. Like that would just, God be, damn it, <laughs> just that would it's be a goddamn phone. Yeah, it would be insane. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, uh but yeah, my big, my everything. big wish is for them to bring back the Cosmic Horror um, in a in a future yeah. sequel. I want to. I want to see a crazy cosmic horror evil dead movie. Um, Yeah.
1: I mean, that's what was so cool about the end monster. The final boss was it was completely new and completely like an original entry into the canon of deadites. Yes. A hundred percent. I love that. Um, but yeah, like I want to see, I want to see them
0: like taking on like a fucking giant, goddamn like demon head, like they did yeah. it in, in Evil Dead Two. You know, absolutely, or yeah. like at least
1: like a tentacle or something.
0: Yeah, you know? something, what's that like? Something fucking crazy. Um, yeah, and yeah, like maybe we'll get that in the in the priest movie.
1: Um, because yeah, because that might be my big criticism with the Radio Silence Scream movies is I want them to be even more new and crazy right right like i would i don't know if we need to spoiler screen scream six but scream six opens they have a shot to do something extraordinary that's never been done before and then they fold it up like a gum wrapper yeah and that's true toss it and that's true and i I really really liked scream six but it I was like oh man it went so baller they just stuck with that yeah yeah no a hundred percent i
0: we didn't mention that in our scream episode i don't think i don't think we like talked about it in those terms but you're totally
1: right that's funny. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. I'm, 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 yeah, this was the movie that I think, yeah, this is, I think this is a goaded series.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When, when your weakest entry is arguably army of darkness.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like, like what the nuts. fuck, <laughs>
0: you know, I mean, I, I guess Ash, Ash versus the evil dead, notwithstanding, which I think is legitimately probably the weakest entry in the, in the Canon. Um, sure. But like, yeah, that's fucking insane. That yeah. Yeah. God. Just hit after hit, man.
1: That would be weird to do and to do another one that calls back to Army of Darkness more. That would I that is that is something that I think I
0: I I I I respect anybody who wants to see that, but I think right, that that would yeah. genuinely be the thing that I'd be like I do not want that. Um, of course, personally,
1: uh, yeah, no, for I, sure. You're 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 not you're not a sword on a horse guy on the best of days. Yeah, that's very
0: true. Um, and and so, like a, a high another high fantasy Evil Dead movie is not something I'm super interested in, though. My understanding, and I, I didn't watch all of Ash versus Evil Dead, but I, I believe that there is some of that uh, cool. in, in that show. Um, it, it very much feels like a sequel to Army of Darkness. More than a great else. video game. Yeah, that's true like a bloodborne style game. Yeah, that's true. Um we've gotten a few evil dead games. There's that new one, but it's not Yeah, it's, it's kind of like It's not my it's not my I I like story games and there's 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 no story. It's just like for sure. everybody fight. Um kind of thing.
1: <laughs> Run around and fight with your friends.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's not my that's not my thing. Um what a what a crazy spring this was, Scott. I know. I know. And and I'm glad that all three of these uh recent bonus fe- bonus features, they were all good movies, you know?
1: Yeah. There was no bummer. There was no like oh man, now we gotta talk about Yeah. All Yeah. Th- and I assume since you saw stuff, it in the you?
0: same place I did, you got the Asteroid City trailer. Um I did. Yeah. On the big screen. That fuck it looked great on the big screen. Like it's I, I was like I was like watching that trailer and I was just thinking there is a very strong possibility this is going to be my favorite Wes Anderson. Um,
1: there's just, oh yeah, just the the aesthetic, just the summer kind of southwestern. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. the The fact that they're like a science club, there's like an alien involved apparently, and yeah. like, um, it's very mid century, and uh, and it feels
1: like a companion piece to uh, Moonrise Kingdom. I feel that. Yeah, his other summer movie, right. Uh, I mean I mean some are in terms of like vibes, not just like release date. Yeah. Um, but also release date. No, for sure. Um <laughs> I love learning that a new different actor speaks fluent Wes Anderson. Yeah. Steve a- Carell. Steve Carell. Yeah. Uh Maya Hawk.
0: Oh yeah. Oh man, Maya Hawk was so good in the in the trailer. I can't wait to see that movie. Like three seconds. Yeah. Um
1: but yeah, Tom Hanks playing a, a melancholy Wes Anderson dad might break me. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I am very much looking forward to that. I think that is the last of our bonus features this year. Um, I think so. As far as I know, I don't think there's any like secret sequels coming out the rest of this year. Uh, this is
1: probably the most we're going to do in a single year. Bonus feature wise. I, th- I Or, you know, in terms of like new additions. Yeah, like, I, I would hope so. Cause like
0: four is a lot. <laughs> um, that's nuts. Four is a lot in one year. That's pretty,
1: that's pretty Bonkers. That's more than half. Yeah, of our of our what we've covered. I
0: just, I just realized we're going to be doing because uh, obviously uh Judd Apatow starts next week with uh, with the forty year old virgin, and I just realized yep. like anytime he comes out with a movie, we're
1: going to do a
0: bonus feature on the new yep. Judd Apatow movie forever <laughs> no <matter> now. <laughs> what,
1: forever, no matter what it is, no matter what's it about. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh boy, yep. I introduced that. I added it to the. To the the cannons. Yeah, my fault. you sure
0: did. Um but uh the Bubble too.
1: Oh man. Yeah.
0: But yeah. Um this movie rocks. Uh yeah, I'm
1: definitely gonna see it again before it leaves theaters. Yeah, yeah. Um
0: I will I it holds up the second time, like big time. Like I was noticing a lot nice. more stuff um
1: yeah. the second time around. I'm, ex- I'm excited to look for triangles.
0: Yeah, and you 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 see how deftly everything is set up. Um,
1: yeah, because you're watching the movie for the first time. I didn't notice stuff like, you know, oh, his tools were in the garage. I just was like, oh, cool. They found tools.
0: Great. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, yeah, very deftly set up. I remember when it first started, the movie first started, I was like, who are the dead going to kill? There's nobody else here. And then finally, like, there there was <laughs> oh, like a little community on their floor that show up. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, OK, all of you guys are dead meat. All right. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> uh. Kind of similar to our note for Scream Six in New York, I could have used even more just the 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 game of Evil Dead happening in a high rise building. Yeah,
0: I loved the 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 um I loved both elevator sequences though. Yeah, um, that was that was really fun. I wish there was something that happened in the stairwell.
1: Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, this is gonna sound really hypocritical coming from me. I don't know if hypocrisy is the right word, but I wanted when when she got in the elevator, I wanted a I wanted there to be a big old drop. Yeah, there was a big, a big scary, a
0: really fast rise.
1: Hmm.
0: Um. Literally, the, when she was like in the Evil Dead Rise. Um.
1: Yeah, and I was like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna do a Tower of Terror drop. Yeah, like a. And then they do they vanity. do the
0: Tower of Terror drop with the blood filled one, but we don't see it. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like a. A away. Yeah. you hear it happening, yeah. and then you cut away to the to the the blood pouring mm-hmm. out of the front. Um,
1: when it that crashes. just feels very Three Stooges, Sam Raimi for the scary thing to be the fall.
0: Yeah, yeah, very much so. I mean, yeah, if this was a, a Sam Raimi thing, like Ash would have been like slammed to the top of the elevator, <laughs> oh, yeah. and then like slammed back to the bottom of the elevator. Like they would have been fucking but with like- him big time
1: smushed into the into the ground yeah. you know yeah like actually making like an impact yeah and um, then he pulls his head up and it's all flat and he's got to make it normal yeah, right yes <laughs> like like in fucking <laughs> and roger rabbit absolutely <laughs> um, um that'd be funny is if, if if they do do a team up movie where it is like beth and mia and ash teaming up is like for some reason that's how ash's physics work yeah What's wrong with this guy
0: <laughs> that was the thing man when everyone was like i want to see a team up and i was like i don't even know what that would look like <laughs> yeah because uh, they were like remember they were talking about like oh we're gonna make an army of darkness 2 um yeah and then we're gonna make an, uh a fedy alvarez is gonna make another evil dead and then we're gonna b- do a movie where they come together
1: yeah that's what that's what ash's cameo or you know his reveal at the end of, of evil dead was supposed to like launch right and yeah, even at the time, it kind of felt a little like MIB-23. It felt, it feels weird. But in retrospect, if
0: the resulting sequel with Ash was, like, further establishing that Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness and Ash vs. the Evil Dead are in a separate canon, and the Ash that we meet is the Ash from the first Evil Dead having somehow, like, oh. gotten away... Ashley. Yeah. yeah and, and like, yeah, yeah, Ashley. Exactly. Like, what would what does that look like? You know, um, yeah, just a more grounded version of Ash. Right. Right. Where he's not like all one liners. I feel like that would be interesting for Bruce Campbell to play, too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, is he interested in being out of like swinging ascot papa mode? Right. Like. Because it's cool if he's not. So, you know, but like, I don't know. Like, where is he at? Yeah. It? Yeah. man. Um but in any event, like yeah, the state of the Evil Dead is strong. Yeah. And God, it makes me really happy to say.
0: I can't wait uh to find out when they green light another one of these. Because that's the thing too, is like I was trying to think of like what else do you call like what do you call another Evil Dead movie? Oh, you could do anything. I can so Evil
1: Evil Dead Revolution. Yeah. Evil Dead up all night. <laughs> up all night. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, they're going clubbing. Yeah, it's really kind of like where would where would what's a fucked up place for them to find and read a Necronomicon? You
0: know, right? That's that's true. It's more it's more the the setting thing. Um, but God, I'm just zoo. I'm really (laughs) a fuck. God damn it. Well, no, that's like that would just become like the cocaine
1: bear of that's true of people dead movies. Uh like a boarding school, like a creepy boarding school? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean
0: I think you could do it in a hotel. Yeah, Evil Dead Hotel. Yeah. J- just straight up do yeah, Evil Evil Dead In or
1: something. Evil Dead In. There you go. Evil yeah. Dead In.
0: Yeah, Evil Dead In. Um Yeah. Uh, good times. I-, I-, I can't wait to see what they what they announce the next when they announce the next one. Um yeah. If it's going to be Lee Cronin coming back, if they're going to do some, if they're going to bring in a fresh director and let Lee Cronin like take one off or, you know, what, the, what the situation is going to be. But um,
1: yeah, I mean, this could be, it'll be, I don't know if there's another horror movie coming out for a while, so it'll be cool to see how, how much legs this one has.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of what the next one is. I mean, I, 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 I think that there's, there's always going to be a cap on, on an mm. Evil Dead movie with, with like what it can do
1: because yeah, I just, it's not Nightmare on Elm Street or Halloween. right. Right.
0: Oh, which speaking of which, uh, that, that is like a fun little, uh, Easter egg. It's like when they, when the kid is like, we're going to watch all the Friday, the, the, or, uh, all the Freddy movies. And he's like, even the bad ones, he's like, there are no bad ones. Um and like that being like there was that you know like that back and forth between like Sam Raimi w- and and Wes Craven with the Evil oh, Dead yeah, posters yeah and like, yeah Last House in the Left poster and the night Nightmare Before or Nightmare on Elm Street poster and all of that
1: so it was like a continuation of that which I thought was fun that's good yeah like I like I think I it's cool that Evil Dead fans have a movie like this that is such a love letter to the Evil Dead movies yeah and like has all these little notches of love in it while also not, not resting on that and, and creating something and pushing the, the, the series forward as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So excited to see what they do next with this franchise.
1: Uh, mm. man, thriving, thriving. You know what? They're not going to do. They're not going to do an evil dead movie about a weird 40 year old nerd. Who's never gotten laid. <laughs> I, they could, they could, <laughs> Could I have an evil, evil dead brothel. <laughs> evil dead brothel. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, indeed.
0: Um. All right. Uh. We'll be back next week to start our uh, Judd Apatow series. Um.
1: Exciting times. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting times indeed. Can't wait to hear what you all think of uh, of gr- improving and. <laughs> the word fuck
0: which we say quite a lot on the show I guess that's true yeah yeah we do probably some some may say too much um yeah but some, uh, some may <laughs> you know um anyway uh thanks for listening everybody and uh we'll we'll talk to you next week with uh, uh Sir Judd Apatow <laughs> Monsieur
1: Judd Apatow <laughs> Bye, be, everybody. will be now I have children of my own. They ask their mother, what will I be? Will I be handsome? Will I be rich? I tell them tenderly. Kay, hey, set off, set off. Will be, will be. K set, all set.